Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.co.za. And now, here's Mark. Good day, this is Mark Howe from the Business Machine Podcast, and in this episode, I asked a question, how do you go about getting reviews on your website? How do you encourage people to do a review after you've given them a great service? It's probably one of the hardest things you, you'll ever try to do, so in this podcast, I'm going to explain to you my top five tips on getting client reviews, plus I'm going to show you how to deal with bad reviews, and also why too many five-star reviews could be bad for your business. Did you know that you can get even more from Mark Howard, including mini marketing sessions, one-to-one sessions, and even access to his private VIP Facebook group? Interested? Then head over to www.patreon.com slash business machine and check out the different memberships he has on offer today. Okay, let's get started here. And... The reason why I know reviews work on website, I've actually got two reasons, and they're both my own personal experiences. So, number one, I have found over the last year or two that when I've been purchasing online, particularly from sites such as Amazon, for example, that I my purchasing has been influenced by the reviews. So I might see two products by two different people, two different sellers, but the reviews have influenced which seller I buy from. If one seller's got particularly bad reviews, and as I said later on, I explain how you overcome bad reviews, then I may not be persuaded to buy from them. So if I'm looking at the service or the delivery or, or returns, because you know, at the end of the day, if I'm buying something that's not quite right for me and I need to return it, I need to know that I can return it and not have any problems. So Reviews on Amazon, for example, really has influenced my buying. So if it's influencing me, who else is it influencing as well? Secondly, I have found that reviews on my own websites, not the one, my own websites, I've got a number of them, have generated a lot of business from me just because of the reviews. I've actually had people come back and said, the reason we chose you is because of the reviews on your website. So reviews definitely work and the right reviews work for you as well but getting reviews is the hardest thing you're ever going to do and the reason is is that people just tend to be too busy in their lives right now that you know they buy from you then they move on it's a very quick quick situation and the hardest problem that you're going to get or the problem you're going to get with anyone doesn't matter what system you're using Google reviews, Trustpilot, or even you're writing up your own reviews on the website. Getting people to leave reviews in the first place is the hardest thing you're going to get done. The great thing about getting a review, though, as I've always said to people, is a, uh, is a confidence booster for you and your business. It's like getting a, a virtual pat on your back, like a star on your shoulder, for example. That's what it's like. So I love getting reviews. But how do I go about doing it? So there's a couple of tips that I'm going to give you on on this all the way through, and you can follow these 
and these will increase your review ratings on your website and also increase the number of reviews you're going to get. Now, my first top tip is this. Because customers are generally too busy in their day to leave a review, the best time to get them, the best time to get them is either at the moment of purchase of or within the first 24 hours. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. The best time to get them is between the moment of purchase or within the first 24 hours. So how do we go about getting reviews? So let's go through the top five uh, tips I use. And I promise you, number four is the one that is going to be absolutely gold for your business. So number one, include a card with their purchase. Now, this tends to be more if you're a bricks and mortar, a shop, something along those lines. Somebody purchased from you, you can stick a card into the bag and that would have a, a client feedback on there or some kind of uh, incentive. You know, leave us a review at and we'll give you a 10% discount. That works brilliantly. We've done that with one of our other sites, uh, one of our academy sites. We put out... Uh, a request to everyone actually on emails and that's actually number two in a second but we put out a request to everybody in emails and we said to them look you know if you leave us a review on Trustpilot we'll give you a huge discount off I think we're going 50% off their next course with us and it was a great way to get people to leave us reviews the card way of doing it as I said at number one is one I you don't see too often these days because uh, I think more people are going down the environmentally friendly route. It's also a cost uh, process as well that a lot of people don't want to do. But companies such as uh, Checker Trade, for example, have been doing it this way extremely well for years. When people from Checker Trade come around, or you've got a plumber or a builder comes around, they tend to leave you a review card, which they will then be used as part of your testimonials or reviews on their website. And that works extremely well. But again, it relies on the person actually filling the card in and actually taking their time out of their busy day to do that. So even though it's a great way to do it, and it's at number one, it's not the top of my list. At number two, email them. I know it sounds crazy. As I said earlier on, when we're doing the academy thing uh, on our website, we just email people and said, look, we're going to give you 50% off. All you've got to do is click on Trustpilot. Uh, leave us a review and, and we're going to uh, give you 50% off discount code. I've had it with other clients or sorry, other services that I've used where they've turned around and said, look, Mark, if you leave us an Amazon review, we're going to give you a, a $20 Amazon gift voucher. You know, these are great ways to do it. And it encourages people to leave reviews because they're getting something back. But at the end of the day, you know, if you do not ask people to leave a review, then they're not going to do it. And one of the things that I, I tend to do with a lot of people is I turn around and say to them, look, you know, I say, if you love our work and you love the service we offered, then please leave us a review. And then I'll put a link in the email. It really is that simple. Now, if somebody doesn't leave me a review, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But if they do, it's absolutely fantastic for myself and for my business. So just asking the client if they're willing to leave a review and just include the link in the email. Likewise, if you have an online store, you should always do follow-up emails. I like to think uh, when you're listening to this and you're sitting there going, yeah, of course we do, Mark. But you're doing follow-up emails. Once a client has made a purchase, so why are you not including in that follow-up email something about leaving a review? Because they've made the purchase, 
that is the best time for them to leave a review. Click here, leave a review, get a discount off your next purchase. Great way to do it. At number three, uh, ask conversation. So if I'm having a conversation with a client on the phone, we're doing a wrap-up meeting, it could be on a Zoom call, normally on Zoom these days, and I've done a wrap-up meeting, and I'll turn around and say to them, look, you know, fantastic, how are you finding everything? Yeah, we love everything, Mark. You know, we've got these little changes that need to be done, but it's great, or, you know, everything's smooth, it's great, we're really pleased with how things have gone. Fantastic. At that point, I'll turn around and say, look, can you do me a really big favour? And I said, I promise you it'll take you 30 seconds. Would you mind leaving me a review about the service I've given you? Now, if they say, oh, no, do you know, we're too busy, I said, that's fine. Honestly, it's not a problem. If they said, no, Mark, nine, nine times out of 10, they'll say, Mark, no problems at all. I said, look, do you know what? I'm going to send you an email with the link. If you can send that through, it'd be fantastic. Honestly, uh, it really will help me and my business out. And people are willing to do it. you just got to ask them and be nice and be open and honest about it right at the front as well. I promise you that number four is going to be gold on my list. It really is gold. And this is it. Ask for feedback. Okay. It's, this one is the simplest thing to do. Okay. The only problem with this way is that it doesn't, it doesn't tend to be online um because people are going to give you feedback and i'm going to tell you the process in a second but what you can do is you can take that um that that feedback that review and you put it on your website yourself so you sometimes you see where people put up their own reviews on the website and they're not using google or trustpilot there's nothing wrong with that um the way i would tend to try and do those reviews reviews is to actually put the person's full name in there and if you can get a photograph of them as well normally off of the social media is fine or off of their linkedin profile if you ask them of course before you do that then that's normally fine you just got to get that uh, trust element over so people see that review you put up is a genuine review that's the hardest thing to do but the simplest thing with this form is you create a feedback form. So you've just done some work for a client. Uh, they're really happy with you. Uh, so you create a feedback form. I, knew, I normally use Google Forms. They're fine. They look really, really good. And then I send the form to the client, ask them for feedback and their recent experiences with me. I say to them, would you mind just taking two minutes out just to get a foot in the form? Just rate me one to five on the following things. And then I ask probably about four questions. You know, like with rating questions, like rating one to where one is poor, five is good. You know, and I would just ask them three or four. Nothing too, uh, too complicated. Very, very quickly. You know, uh, how would you rate your service? How do you rate the um, the quality of the service, for example? How would you rate the pricing? You know, just different things that I want to know information about. But the trick here is the last part of this, and what I'll do is I'll put a text box in on the form. And I simply ask them this. I ask them to name one thing that they really liked about the service, just one thing that stood out for them on the, about the service uh, or their experience with me. Guess what? That's your review. They will put something down. They will put down and say, look, this is the one thing I, I really liked. This is the one thing I really enjoyed. You've now got your review. Bang, there it is. You can go back to your client after and say, look, would you mind if I take that those wonderful words you've said and, and if I put that onto my website as a review, they're not going to say no. And they would, they would do it. When I first started out with my reviews in the early days, and when I say early days, I'm going back eight or nine years ago, when I started putting reviews on my website when other people were not doing it, I started doing it eight or nine years ago, and I got all my reviews this way using the feedback form. I literally went from zero reviews to 30 reviews 
within two months. I was literally sending out those forms to my clients after every time I finished work with them. And the reviews went up. And guess what happened when I started putting those reviews on the website? I started to get more and more inquiries through. Guess what happens these days? I'm still getting more and more inquiries through. And people are saying to me, Mark, I love the reviews on your website. Because they're coming from people, they're coming from genuine people, and they're coming from people's hearts. Do you understand? It's there, there's the trust element is the other way through. Uh, number five is to include a message on your invoice. Do you know how many people do not use their invoices for other than just creating an invoice with an amount of money that's needed on it? Invoices have this huge real estate that is completely wasted completely wasted by businesses and it can be used for anything so why not put something simple like this loved our services then please leave a, a review for us and then put a link to your review platform be it google trustpilot whoever that's a great way to get across and again you're getting the person at the time purchase on the system now right at the beginning of this podcast not only did i say i'll give you the top five tips on how to get reviews on your website but i also said i will give you the best way to handle bad reviews on your website when someone leaves you a bad review. Now, there are one process that you need to follow, but there's two ways you can do it, if that makes sense. So this is the process you follow. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to be open and honest. That's the process. It's as simple as that. Open and honest with the person who's left you the bad review and respond to your review. Top tip, by the way, doesn't matter if someone leaves you a good review or a bad review or an indifferent review, always, always try and respond to your reviews because it shows the clients that are left reviews that you have read them and that you care about what they say. So someone's come onto your website and they've left you a really bad review on Google Reviews, Google for Business or Trustpilot and you've now got to handle that process. And as I said, the easiest way to do that is with open honesty, but there's two ways you do it. So let me explain the two ways you can do it. The first way you can do it is to be empathetic with the person. So Ivan Meisner from BNI tells this fantastic story about uh, someone who left a really bad review about one of their business uh, meetings that they went to and said it was like the worst experience of their life. Now, it was easy for... Ivan Meisner to delete the review, to ignore the review, and never delete reviews, by the way, but to, to delete it or to ignore it. And he decided not to do either of those things. What he decided to do was to respond back to the person and say to him, look, I'm really sorry to hear about your experience with us. That's certainly not what we expect to have or expect people to go through when they come to our meetings. Please get in touch with me directly. Explain to me what happened, and let's see how we can resolve this for you. Now, because he put that up, what's happened is anybody who's reading that review and reading that response now is going to say, wow, BNI really cares about their people. If you did it, the people say, wow, this guy really cares about who these reviews for them, and he wants to help people out. That's going to add to your credibility. What happened in uh, this, the guy's case with Ivan Meisner was they had the conversation. The guy ended up joining BNI and actually became one of their top members. So it's not about trying to gain somebody back to become a, a customer of yours. It's about managing the expectations of the review. The other way you can do it, and I've seen this a lot on places like TripAdvisor and those type of places, and I'm going to be completely honest with you up front now. You, a, you've got to have some balls to do this, I think. And two, you've got to be very, very careful about any backlash. 
but it still follows the same principle about the open and honestly policy I said earlier on. And it's about being honest with the person, but being blunt to them as well. So you can almost be rude back to them. I wouldn't recommend it personally, but I've seen some people do it and I've seen them get away with it as well. I, normally with restaurants, I've seen people doing this and those type of establishments where people come and, sit and get left a really bad review and the restaurateur has responded back to them and said, look, do you know what? You turn up at six o'clock demanding this, this and this and this. What was you expecting? You know, And they almost retaliated back to the client. Like I said, it could be done in a funny way and a humorous way but it's not the way I personally would would approach it. I would approach it a slightly different way and actually almost put your arm around a person and say, look, this is not what we would expect. How can we help you out? I mean, you've got to be careful. Some people leave bad reviews and expect to try and get something for free from you. Never give anything away for free. That's another one of my podcasts. Go away and listen to that. Um, but, but do ensure that when people come to your site, when they leave a review, always, always, always respond to their reviews give open and honest feedback and allow them to become a future client of yours. And finally, right at the start of this podcast, I also mentioned what you do about five stars or too many five stars on your website. Now, as an owner, a business owner, you might be sitting there thinking, do you know what, Mark? But we need five-star reviews, right? That's what we need. The more we can get, the better we can get. That's what we need. Lots of five-star reviews. I do agree to a certain point of view that five-star reviews will help your business out greatly. But what you've also got to consider this is when you go onto a website and you see a, a website with, I don't know, 100 five-star reviews and not a single bad one, does that not trigger something in the back of your mind thinking, why has this guy got so many five-star reviews and not a single bad one? He's not even got one at four stars or even three stars. Do, do you understand? Now, there's a reason we go for that because we're sitting there thinking, maybe this guy is scamming somehow. Maybe these reviews aren't all genuine reviews because all he's got are five-star reviews. And if you really ask your average person in the street and said, you know, when you go out, do you give someone a five-star review for something? Nine times out of ten, they don't give a five-star review unless they've had exceptional service. Most people give a three or four. Sometimes they give a five, but you know they give a three or four. Quite often a four, I found. And I tend to give about four, sometimes a five, depending on the person and the quality of the work and what I've asked them to do. Because sometimes the quality of the work might be okay, but the what I've asked them to do might have been quite difficult. So when people are giving reviews, and if someone gives you, I don't know, four stars instead of a five star, and you're expecting a five star, don't get disappointed about that. Because that just adds to the credibility of the reviews that you're getting on your website. Like I said, if you've got someone who's only got an average rating of one or two, then yes, then there's a problem there. And that's probably something you want to avoid. If you've got someone who's got an average rating of five, then I would also say there's a problem there because you're not sure how genuine those reviews are. But if someone's got an average rating of between four and five, maybe four and a half, something along those lines, then you can start to see this guy is getting genuine reviews and this is someone that I can trust. If you want to know why someone's got a bad review, and sometimes people do get bad reviews on their websites because that's what people are like, then what you can do, as I said earlier on, is just re- go back through the reviews, have a look at where the, the, the low star review was, the one or two star that someone's given, see why the person's given, because they will write why they're given a bad review uh, and see the response from the person. 
you go, this is going back to my own. How do you deal with bad reviews? And see what their response is. Do you know, nine times out of ten, the person's given a poor review isn't because they've had a poor experience. It's because they're actually a poor customer. So that's that's my top tip on that as well. And even when you're buying online, if you see someone's got a poor review, a couple of poor reviews, just go back and see why they've got the poor reviews. Nine times out of ten, it's not anything that they've done. It's more down to the person themselves.